Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brandon McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Woonsocket Call. Pleased to be joined by not by not one but two guests for this particular episode. We're going to talk a little college football. We're going to talk about two future joiners to the Rhode Island University of Rhode Island football program: Moses Moose, St. Rayfield Senior, Patrick Conserve, Cumberland High Senior. They'll be teammates a year from now. They're both competing in the track circuit as we speak, but uh, we're going to talk about their respective college football recruitments led them to the decision to become URI Rams. But uh, guys, thanks for joining me on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I guess, uh, you know, we'll start with Moses since I think you were the first one of the two to get a division one offer from army last May. Um, You know, what was it like to get that first offer, Moses? And, you know, how much did that make the realization of playing college football, you know, a lot, you know, real? Um, Getting that call was definitely, like, it's, it's just dreamlike. Like, I feel like everybody as a child just always, like, if you fall in love with the sport, you always just dream about, like, being on a big stage or, like, getting these calls and just, like, the recruiting process is stressful, but like everybody like always just dreams about it, like just always being there. So getting that first call was just it was crazy. I mean, uh had a lot of support from the guys and it was it was amazing, honestly. Yeah. Because it was an in-person, you know, when you got it, it wasn't over the phone, it wasn't over a, a text message, it was an in-person um verb, um offer that you got too. And how much did that really uh you know resonate with you? Um, it was, it, that's, it's crazy, honestly, like, there's no other words, like, it's, it's hard to just explain, like, my, my feelings towards, like, the, like, every offer, honestly, just getting an offer is just, it's amazing, it's an amazing feeling. You know, Pat, I'm sure you can probably use the same adjectives as Moses just did, but uh, who was this first school to officially offer you, and what was that moment like for you? Uh, it was Rhode Island and just having like a home, like your home state school offer you first, you know, that definitely didn't mean a lot. And that definitely did play a huge factor in, you know, where I ended up going with my school. Um, when did that take place, uh, Pat? Was it before the end of your junior year that you got the offer? Uh, it was actually in the off season going into senior. my senior year. I remember going home from practice and just getting that phone call. And, you know, it was, you know indescribable like that like Moses said like everyone dreams of that but you know once it comes to reality like it really is just indescribable you know and I feel like sometimes when someone hears that you know a school is offered other schools tend to offer as well you know how quickly did you guys get other offers based off maybe those initial offers that you get like you said Pat you got from URI and Moses you heard from uh from Army um after I heard from Army uh it was a little slow but um, I was still in contact with a lot of coaches, just um, connecting. I had to hit a few more camps. Um, I mean, that's just like coming from a guy from New New England, you know what I mean? So got to hit those camps. And it came in slow, but started to, like, progress, started to speed up. Like, then I got Brian at, right at the camp. And then I got URI a couple of days after the camp. So, yeah, thank God. Um. Pat, you know, the importance of going to camps, I'm sure you went to some, and as Moses said, you know, coming out of the pandemic where you didn't have that opportunity really to maybe showcase your skills other than your game tape, how important were those camps to maybe, 
you know, for coaches to see you up close in that environment? Yeah, well, uh, a big reason why I did get my offer from Rhode Island was because I went to the camp. Because my sophomore year, I went to the camp and I was 280 pounds. This was after the COVID season and after thing, every <laughs> everything wrapped up. I was 280, pushing 300. So um, my junior year, when I came back, going into my senior year, I was 260, you know, much better shape. I was moving much better. And, you know, they told me that, like, me changing my body like that really showed that, like, I'm interested and, like, I, I'm willing to do anything. And I really am. So, you know, going to that camp was a huge advocator for me and just letting them see my body. You know, let's rewind back to that, uh, you know, that whole 2021 year. You know, you guys started playing in the spring. Didn't have a lot of time to really recover because you had a traditional fall season to get ready for. You know, how much of a toll did it really maybe take? And, you know, you were hoping, okay, maybe the offers were going to come by then. But because you were jumping so quick that, you know, think you have to be patient. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that just the whole recruiting process as a whole, once like that 2021 season hit, it definitely just, you know, declined tremendously. Like the senior class, I was only a sophomore at the time, but the senior class, they weren't able to go tour colleges and go on official visits and stuff like that. So I know that really affected them. In our class, like me and Moses, 23, we weren't able to go to camps and stuff like that. And the weight room was shut down since my freshman year. So my whole high school career, I only had like a year in total of lifting. So just imagine if it wasn't shut down and we had those four years combined. Yeah, to add on to Patrick, I feel like uh, something that played a huge factor in like the recruiting process was the transfer portal. So once COVID hit, it was just really hard for, you know, to get your name out there without like colleges just picking other guys because they have more experience of already playing college ball. So um, it's definitely an honor to get these offers. And it's just like a really difficult process, just especially with COVID. Well, yeah. you mentioned how it really was a difficult process, but how much did you guys really want to be patient with it and understand, okay, there might be offers on the table, but I really have to see where I fit in. You know, obviously it worked out well. You're going down the road to the to the state school, but you know, it could have been another program that fit right well. How much do you guys do your homework and understand? Okay, maybe they're bringing this player in that might be blocking me for a couple of years and, and and X, Y, and Z, and really come to the decision that you guys did. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I said, just to get a like an offer from your home school, like that is huge because I did get like a couple, well, one other full ride school from Merrimack and Rhode Island, so those are my top two schools. And, you know, just them hopping on first and, like, really showing interest from me from the beginning and knowing that, like, you know, they weren't just trying to bring me onto the roster and stuff like that. Like, they genuinely did show interest. That was a, a huge factor of, like, the part that I wanted to come into Rhode Island because, like Moses said, uh, schools could easily, you know, just hit the portal, take guys that have already been through the college, you know, like, life and don't have to adapt to it rather than taking on risks from two hometown guys who never been through it, you know, just from high school. So that really does show a lot. And, you know, that means a lot. I want to go back to the uh, October 7th game at uh, Paraso Field when I think there might have been four coaches from uh, URI in the stands uh, recruiting both of you and, uh, and obviously one of Moses' teammates, Ethan McCann, Carter. Um, did you guys know that there were going to be, you know, that kind of support there and going in? And, you know, just what was it like maybe talking to those coaches afterwards and how much did that play in your decision? I mean, like, I it's not it's uh usually um from this season uh this season um schools would send like oh good luck 
uh go like rock the house or something like that just like little like flyers just like sent to your phone so um it was really cool i posted them all the time and i got sent a fly a flyer that day um but i just didn't know that they were coming to that game so just seeing them there was it was really exciting obviously and just the matchup obviously was crazy too Cumberland against St. Ray's the, uh Rhode Island game of the week just yeah. like the energy was there and on top of that the coaches were there so it was just really excited Pat what was it like maybe talking to those coaches after the game yeah you know it's definitely didn't want to talk to them on that note you know but uh we 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 know that St. Ray's beat Carmel that night, but still you you still had to kind of you know are they kind of maybe judging like the body language and that kind of stuff and how important was that? You know, definitely they did uh you know they did address the loss and everything like that, but they also did address like stuff that you were telling me like body language, you know, just playing until the fourth quarter until that final whistle snapped. I mean until the final whistle blew, and um you know talking to those coaches, they did tell me they were coming to the game, so. It was pretty cool, like knowing that they were coming to the game and that they were interested in stuff like that. But, you know, that's not something that you, you like let phase you or something like that. If anything, that kind of just makes you want to play a little harder. But it was just cool that they were coming to the game. You know, I, I assume you also had a chance to visit Merrimack as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, did you have a chance to, you know, be part of a game day experience, you know? And what was that like just to maybe see a different side of place? Because, you know, obviously, you know, you want to, get a good feel of everything before you make that important decision. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually got an offer from Central Connecticut State University right after I got my offer from URI. And C CCSU was playing Merrimack. So I got to go to that game and they were playing each other. So that was a pretty cool environment. I believe it was senior day for CCSU. So, you know, just getting uh, to see the two schools that offered me get after it and, you know, just play after one another. It was, it was pretty cool. You know, speaking of two schools that were going after you, Moses, did you have a chance to go to the uh, URI Bryant game uh, back in September? Um, I think it was maybe uh, like Labor Day weekend or so. I definitely, yeah, I definitely went to, yeah, I went to the URI Bryant game. It was at Bryant. Um, um, that game was very exciting. URI won. Then I went to the URI Brown game down at URI too, which was also exciting. And URI won, obviously. So yeah, so we're two like very exciting games, and just like it was, it was fun watching. Well, you know, kind of like piggybacking on what Pat said, going to a game where both schools are recruiting you. What was it like to go to that URI Bryan game? You know, knowing that both schools were you know very interested in you. Um, it's it's definitely just like, man, it's it's <laughs> it's like I'm sorry. Nerve, nerve wracking a little bit or. It's like nerve wracking, but not not really. It's just like you watch the two, you're watching two teams, and you're just watching their playing styles. You know what I mean? So definitely, it definitely plays a huge role when you're watching them. It's just like what playing style do you really fit in with? You know what I mean? So it's and it's their hometown teams, both of them. So especially if you want to stay home, you want to you want to be with the best of the best. So yeah, I mean, both of you guys are two way starters. And it sounded like both of you guys were recruited for by different schools for different positions. You know, what was that kind of like, you know, for you, both of you wanted to go the route that you did. And obviously it proved to be on the defensive side of the ball. 
you know, what was that like, like hearing, like, we see you better as an offensive lineman, or we see you better as a running back. Oh, we like you better as a linebacker. What were those conversations like for you guys and, you know, trying to make up your minds? You know, uh, being a two-way player, you're bound to get like one school who wants you here and one school who wants you there. You know, like, thankfully I was just in the position where I did have a school that wanted me for D-line and I wanted a school that wanted me for O-line. Cause if I wasn't, and I just had a school that wanted me for O-line, Looks like I'm playing online because I just love the sport of football, you know. But um, thankfully, URI wanted me for a D-line and, you know, everything just worked out the way it is. And I'm going to be lining up next to this guy next year. So, um, I feel like I feel like just getting um, recruited from two different positions, sometimes like mentally, it's not really hard. But at the same time, it's like you, you yourself, you know where you feel like best on the field. So like. Obviously, some days you're going to have a better offensive day than defensive day. And that's just how it is playing on both sides of the ball in a high school game. Um, but uh, I always felt the love for defending the ball. So it was it was definitely where I want to be, just defend the ball. And just so happened to be that you are all on me right at a linebacker. So perfect what? fit. Let's uh, let's fast track to December when, you know, both of you guys, I think you took your official visits to URI within a weekend of each other. But before I think you went on your official visit, Moses, you chucked out the Army Navy game in Philadelphia. You know, you sat in the stands, if I if my memory serves correct, just, you know, what was it like maybe just taking in that atmosphere and, you know, understanding what that was maybe that could be a potential role for you playing in that game, because next year that game is going to be taking place at Gillette Stadium. So I believe there was like 38,000 people in attendance. So it was it was really hectic. That was the first um the that was the first army navy game to go into overtime, I believe. And it was just exciting. I mean, a whole lot of energy. Loud, very loud. It's in a huge stadium, lights on. Um just a whole lot of people um gathered together to watch this one football game and like I felt the energy and it's just like Honestly, it's just crazy how like I could be playing like at that level, you know what I mean? So, um it's it's definitely an honor getting an offer from Army football. And it's just like it's it's honestly it's just it's crazy. Like and it's undescribable just like the places like football could take you and just like the things that you could do. Pat, for you, um, when you went at, before you went on your official visit to URI, I'm sure you had conversations with AJ Beeble, former Cumberland High standout. He wore 51 like you. You know, he had a great career at URI. How much did maybe even talking to him or he, hearing like maybe one of the Cumberland coaches talk about him that resonated with you in terms of the road that you wanted to go? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like Coach Sima said, Beeble, he really is like one of the pillars of Cumberland High School football. And, you know, I didn't get to talk to him yet, but we're we're scheduling like a dinner or a phone call or something like that. So I can like get to talk to him and know the ins and outs of the program before I head up in June. But, um, you know, just hearing like literally all the stories Coach Lima had to say about him, everything everyone had to say about him. Like you never heard one bad story about a kid like that. And like you really want to try to be someone like that because a student athlete, you know, you still got to present yourself in the classroom, even like off the field. When you when you snap on your helmet, you know, you could be a different animal. But off the field, you want to present yourself like as a kind kid. And that's how AJ always was, you know. And, um, you know, just hearing stories about him, like how his work ethic was and stuff like that, you know, 
I'm really going to try to bring that into college and, you know, just try to build off that and stuff like that. No, Pat, I think you visited like the weekend of December 10th. And I think Moses went the weekend of uh, December 17th, if uh, my notes are correct. Um, neither one of you had, you know, were you close to thinking about committing that weekend going in or, or how much did that that particular visit really sway you and thinking, you know, I've, I've done everything. I've listened to a lot of pitches. I'm set if uh, if you are, I can close the deal here. How much, how close are you guys going into your respective official visits to being, you know, committed to the Rams? So, so after my Merrimack visit, uh, I really only had URI left. So after Merrimack, I seen what that was about, really getting to see the guys, getting to know the coaches a little better. Uh, my URI visit was the next week. So it was really those top two. So once I was done with my URI visit, there was really, you know, nothing holding me back from making my decision. So uh, that night before I made my decision, I called up Coach Lima and we had a, a really long talk. And the thing that I love about Coach Lima is he he wasn't telling me to pick Merrimack, telling me to pick anywhere. Uh, he was just, you know, talking to me and what I think would be best. So, you know, after that, the next morning, I made my decision and I decided to be a Ram. And then Moses, you go down, but you know, you also had a familiar face uh, kind of, you know, shepherding you around and uh, Andre DePina Gray, uh, you know, good teammate of yours. You know, just how much did that really kind of resonate with you? The chance to, you know, be around someone who you admire and respect, but also was around the program for a year. Um, So I went down there. Um, I took another tour. I've been down to URI uh, plenty of times previously. So, it was just like a familiar, you know what I mean, familiar tour. It's just it felt like home, honestly, on that weekend. So um Andre definitely was talking to me about like the program and stuff like that, just making me more comfortable with it. And um it was just I believe the night the night before, uh we're we're about to leave. But I went down with my dad the night we were about um before we we're about to leave. I just had a really long talk with my dad and just like Seeing his opinions on it, uh, I feel like it's always good to get an outside, but also, like, from me inside, I felt like it was just home and where I was supposed to be. And um, it's just the path that I feel like I'm supposed to be taking. So after talking to my dad, I committed that weekend, but I just didn't release it until public. No. I mean, I told my coach, I told, like, Ethan, but – I didn't release it to the public until February 7th. Oh, no, January. January, January 7th. Because I think you put out there like Georgetown and Wake Forest were among your top five. And, you know, when you saw that, we didn't know maybe if you were going to go visit or anything, or if there was like a preferred walk-on opportunity elsewhere. But um, Moses, when you had heard the news that Patrick was going to go to URI, did you kind of like thinking like, let's go kind of moment? Or, you know, did you... <laughs> Oh. What was your reaction when you heard that, Pat? Because Patrick was the first one to make the announcement that he was going to go to URI. I was actually with, um, I was with Coach Laurenti, and we were just having a conversation. And he told me that Patrick is going. <laughs> he told me that this Wednesday Patrick is signing with us, and wow, you ratted me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, really? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. It's cool. Like, I know what Patrick could do on the field. And, man, Patrick's a dog. So, like, it was it was just, like, 
yeah, like why not? You know, what I mean, why not line up with other people that you know, you know, have the same passion as you to go and kill, just kill on the field. So, so Pat, you indirectly you knew in advance uh, that Moses was going to go to URI as well, correct? Then, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I forgot who told me exactly, but I I think it was a coach actually. They told me. Uh, Moses just committed after your uh, visit and stuff like that. So I was pumped about that. I mean, for both of you, how, you know, proud of you for kind of keeping it, you know, tight lipped and everything, because it is a big deal. And I think this is, it's a moment that you want to share and everything, but you also have to be careful who you tell who, you know, within your inner circle, because you don't want it to get leaked out before you have the opportunity to have the signing day. I feel like definitely just telling your loved ones first, um, just the people closest to you, the people that you know for sure, 100%, that always supported you, that are always there. So, like, those were the first people I told, like, Coach Sass, a couple of my youth coaches, um, like, my mom, my dad, my whole family. And then from there, obviously, like, Ethan, we've been together since what, before freshman year. So it's just, like, it was obvious. So I just told the closest, the closest to me. And... I didn't have to question if they're going to keep it. So it was just like, you know what I mean? Just people who I was comfortable with, comfortable with telling. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree exactly what he was saying. You know, I, I called my grandma. Um, I called my great aunt, like, on my way back home from the visit right after, you know, I committed and stuff. Because, you know, that's a exciting moment. You feel electric. You can't sit still on the car ride home. Like, yeah. it, that's a feel-good moment for sure. So I definitely told my family. Um, I told like one or two of my close, close friends on the team. And then of course my my coaches from high school, because those are the guys that helped you get to that journey. So exactly. Um, Pat, you mentioned, you know, how important Coach Lima was during this process. Moses, you mentioned, you know, having a conversation with your dad. Just how important is it to have that support system during a time when you're trying to make up your mind and trying to figure out where do I best fit in terms of, you know, both academically and college football wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Moses, you can go ahead. The recruiting process is stressful. It's really stressful. Um, Just talking to people like your loved ones, especially like talking to Coach Sass always just made things just like more just calm in my head. Um, One thing that Coach Sass told me, he told me that at the end of the day, you're picking where you want to be. So that really just sunk in. That, that just sunk in just like while I'm on these visits, just like, is this where you picture yourself? Is this where you like see yourself being for the next four years? Do you really want to be here? So is the recruiting process is like definitely stressful. So just having a loved one there is just, it, it means everything, just like the support. You know, it definitely is huge because, like you said, I don't, to be honest, I don't even know if stressful is the word. Like, it's it's crazy, you know. But just having, like, people like Coach Lima and, you know, just guidance like that, guys who've done it before and stuff like that, uh, you know, it's really, it really does take all that pressure off your shoulders knowing that you could, like, split the struggle with someone else. And, um, you know, it definitely just is, is a huge help. And, Coach Lima always says to me, you know, like, God forbid, God forbid, like, you blow out both your knees. Like, you still want to be happy 
at the school. And, you know, with my sister being an alumni from URI, like it does just it does just feel like home. Like besides the football aspect, I've been down there like a lot of times, like just visiting my sister's dorm and stuff like that and all the football games. So it is just home like in general. So I'll ask you both this, uh, you know, at the end of the day, why URI? Moses, I'll let you go first. Why URI? Um, it's home. You are, I feel like URI is home. Just like, I feel like it's it's all it's in my plan. Uh, I feel like everybody has a plan in life. I feel like God just set this path for me. Um, I just, I just sensed it when I was down on my my official visit. It was just like, I felt like this is like where I was supposed to be. So, I feel like I'm gonna go down there. Coach Lorenzi is gonna train me. He's gonna I'm gonna develop very well. And um, just like I feel like my passion for football is just going to take me further than college ball. And that's the plan. So, yeah, I feel like it's all starts at URI. Pat? So, you know, URI, it is like you said, home. That's exactly what I was going to say. You know, like it's home is where home is, is home could be anywhere as long as your family's there. And it does feel like their family, you know, talking to the coaches, all the, the college coaches all the time, like me and Moses are in a defensive group chat, like all that type of stuff. Like it, it genuinely does just feel like a family. And with them being the first school to offer me and everything like that really shows their interest in me. So, you know, I want to uh, backtrack to this past Saturday when you both of you wore the same URI sweatshirt to the uh, state track beat. Um, <laughs> that planned or is that kind of like showing how much like college have you that was not planned. That was not. I, look, I, me, I laid it out the night before. I knew my outfit. So Patrick definitely, like, I don't know. He, hey, I was wearing it. He, he might have laid it out the night before. Fucking me, if I, anything. I had the shirt before. I had the shirt before. I wore it to URI game, and he seen me wearing it to the game. He said, where you get that from? I said, I said, URI gave it to me. He said, wow, they're hooking you up with gear and not me. <laughs> so you guys uh resurrect you guys uh fix that one but um you know going into your respective uh indoor track seasons how much you know you enjoy this competitive aspect and you know maybe you know moses we, obviously you have the basketball component as well but just how much you enjoy maybe seeing each other in the uh in the cage at the pcta or the, th or the throwing circle and uh, that competitiveness uh, is like kind of bringing out the best in you this winter you know it it never is fun doing something alone. Like, uh, like when I'm competing, like if everyone just threw shot put by themselves, it wouldn't be pretty fun. Like you're competing against other people. Like that's why it's so intense. And that's why the environment at PCTA be the way it is. Um, just like at URI, like when we go to URI, I know when me and Moses are in the weight room, we're both going to be pumping iron. He's going to be trying to outwork me. I'm going to be trying to outwork him. And at the end of the day, it's going to make us both better. So, you know, just seeing him at PCTA, seeing him throw weight or shot or whatever it is, you know, just trying to outthrow this guy at the end of the day, it, it does make me better. So it's pretty cool. Uh, just like just like football season, knowing that Patrick was one of the top like prospects in Rhode Island, it's just like it's competition, you know what I mean? So like Iron definitely sharpens iron. Just like seeing them in the throwing circle is just like, man, I don't want to lose to Pat. You know what I mean? So I'm going to throw my 100%. And he don't want to lose to me, so he's going to throw 100%. So it's just 
just always just like seeing each other like competing competing always makes things better i feel like it just like it makes you better as a person and it also helps the other person that's competing with you grow too so it's definitely it's good it's a good feeling to see pat and throw in a circle well said pat you have the new england's and the new balance to look forward to uh yeah, New England's and New Balance. I believe uh New Balance is shot put and weight, and then um New England's is just one event. But um, you know, definitely excited to still compete in those events because um finishing third at the end of indoor season is definitely not where I, you know, wanted to be. But just having another chance to come out and compete and show that I can't throw further than what I did is is a huge opportunity. And Moses, you have a big division two uh semifinal playoff game on Thursday night. Um, are you um, Are you going to New Balance as well? Or I know you won the Class C uh, shot put title. I'm going to New Balance for a weight throw. Um, which, which is going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting. So it will be another uh, Duke in the cage between uh, you two. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. And um, the semifinal game is going to be hectic. I... Me and the guys are probably going to go and watch this Johnson game. So yeah. just, we're going to see who we're playing next. And it's going to be really exciting. I'm just, it's just a lot, just a lot coming and just trying to take it on. You know what I mean? Well, after uh, outdoor, I mean, after indoor season, you'll both have an outdoor season to enjoy. I assume Moses, you will play volleyball. Yes, sir. I will be playing. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been saying you're lucky you don't have a, a boys volleyball team at Cumberland. All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> but uh, you also, I both, I bet you both will go and check out a spring practice or two down at URI, correct? Yeah, definitely. You know how much are you looking forward to maybe seeing that? Um, you know, get an up close look of what those guys have to do in the off season because a year from now, that will be you guys. Uh, you know, coming off a long season and training, 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 and trying to use spring ball as an opportunity as a proving ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's gonna be exciting honestly just seeing all all the guys work and plus, on top of that it's gonna be guys that we're gonna be working with in like less than less than four months so it's it's just exciting i'm ready to work ready to get back on the field it's always i feel like it's always football season it's just always um always in prep i'm always preparing for football i guess you know what i mean Pat, same with you. I take it. You know, football's always on the brain, even though you are doing track. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, uh, like I was telling you at the track meet, I did uh, just sign up to do track, you know, uh, just to help with football and stuff like that. Because, you know, football's always first. But I did develop a little bit of a love for throwing and stuff. But it still does, you know, help with your footwork, especially me being a D lineman. It helps with your footwork when you're, you know, rotating or something like that. So it's little uh, minuscule stuff that you really have to pay attention to. And that's what football is, attention to detail. So it really is just sharpening my craft for, uh, you know, just football. Well, boys, you're officially off the hot seat. Uh, Moses, good luck on Thursday. Both of you, good luck at New Balance. And uh, most of all, looking forward to seeing you guys develop over the next four years down at URI. And uh, it's always great to see local guys uh, stay at the state school and uh, continue to blossom. But um, best of luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that should do it for the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. Appreciate you listening. We'll be back with a fresh episode soon. But until then, take care, everyone.